Hey friend, it's me. What's going on today? Well, I've just come off a really interesting call with a friend abroad. And we were talking about our respective turning points in life, should we call them. They're kind of the, the struggles that led to change and the things we've been up against. And this friend shared some uh, some stories of uh, addiction and what that was like. And I was listening to this and it made me think about all the different kinds of addiction. So in, in this case, it was about drugs and yeah how I don't know whether you've seen Russell Brand's really super documentary years ago about about addiction and about drugs and I think it was sex as well he was addicted to that for a while but he was very much steering the debate in the direction of this is a, a mental health thing and it was very much about what the addiction, the whole, what it's trying to fill, what it's trying to compensate for, what it is, what the feelings are that we're trying to avoid in our addictions, what, you know, how we're trying to escape from the, the suffering and the pain of whatever it is that feeling is that we don't want to experience and how we lose ourselves in addiction. And all the while I was listening to my friend talk about um, how drugs did that. And I was thinking, uh, I, I sort of re responded to that after, sh you know, trying to empathise, just saying, Do you know what, that, that isn't something I can really relate to because I've never experienced addiction in that way. I've, I consider myself quite a restrained, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, sober person and always try to do the right thing and I've, I've never really succumbed. I've always been able to have such strong willpower discipline is probably the better word such strong discipline that I, i've never lost myself in in certainly substance abuse um but then as i was talking i was thinking oh actually is there what well, do, do i have any vices and that got me thinking about um compulsive doing so that i'd count that as activity always being in mo in motion always wanting to be physically occupied with practical tasks and I connected the dots and 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 realized that um DIY or being productive or physically moving exercising these are all manifestations of the, of the same thing which is a, a compulsive addiction to filling the time with doing certainly it's been a lot worse in the past I think I've, I've got more of a handle on it these days but oh and one of the things I hope I'm not trivializing what addiction is because like I said I have not experienced substance abuse and I don't know what that's like and how it can overtake your life and destroy relationships but my experience of compulsive doing and activity is that it can have the same effect you know when you are always on it and wanting to get up and, and do things it can be at the expense of other things. Um, it can often lead to unhappiness because you're just constantly in motion and never stopping to rest and reflect and integrate what it is you're learning. And also you kind of sweep other people along. You think that, you know, you try and inspire them and pull them back into your compulsive doing too. And maybe they don't want to do that because they're not like you. They're not this kind of always kind of up and on it doing type person. It can destroy relationships in, in that way too. It can frustrate people who don't 
see life like that. So it made me think about people like us. I mean, I ostensibly work with people who are doers and they like to get up and they like to keep moving and they like to be productive and make progress. And it's the question is, when does that become unhealthy? Because I'm sure with, with recreational drug use and, and certainly alcohol, people use it to escape from themselves, to escape from the, the suffering and, the, and the, the feelings of workaday life. And I kind of, that's okay, I guess, in, in moderation to, to lose oneself a little bit and to, to numb out. These, these things have a use. And I think if you looked at the history of humans, you'll always see that, that, that drug use and substance use and other things like sex have always been there to, to help us cope with what it is like being alive, which can be very painful at times. And yeah, so what is a healthy amount of doing? It made me think about that. You know, what is a healthy amount of being on it and up and doing and productive to the point where you know when kind of what is a healthy cutoff? When does it become unhealthy? So that's maybe the question I'm putting myself to, out there to people who may be like me and prone to compulsive doing. And what would be different if we framed it as an addiction? So to the point where it is creating problems in your life. Um, and I, I've seen that. I've experienced it myself. But also when I'm coaching, you know, people who um, their self-worth... Um, has become really quite tangled up with um, their identity, such to the point that if I'm not doing things and I'm not making things and I'm not productive and I'm not meeting these incredibly high expectations and standards I set for myself, that then that creates unhappiness when you inevitably don't meet that and can't keep it up. Because that's another thing, we've got a finite amount of energy and motivation in order to be up and on it, which is great when you're younger, it's really easy to keep that up because energy is infinite and time is as well. You know, you've got the rest of your life ahead of you, but there comes a point at which you become aware that you can't sustain that level of productivity and doing and making all the time. There needs to be time for for just being and to having and rest and recovery. Which is why I bang on a lot about cyclical living. Or living within your seasons, like noticing when you're in summer, which is where we get up and get on and do things and we're super connected and creative and stuff. But the corresponding winter that follows where you're exhausted, you need to rest and replenish. And then the two seasons in between where we transition and, and prune and plan and review, like that, that model really helps if you're a compulsive doer or certainly drawn to that way of living that you notice when the time has come to change and move from one mode, doing mode, into another mode, you know, reflective mode, or a, where you just take time to reflect and learn and recover. So yeah, have I grossly misjudged the nature of addiction? Very, quite possibly. Um, is this a fair comparison, do you think? I don't know, maybe you're a doer who also has experienced... Um, other addictions and yeah I'd be curious whether I've made a fair connection there I think I'm just noticing I'm worried that I may have trivialized substance abuse which I would never dream to do it looks looks awful from the outside when, when things become unhealthy but there there you go I could take a risk and yeah I guess my hope is that anyone listening to this who has 
you can get swept along in perpetual motion of doing and notice how destructive and exhausting that can be to your your mental health we'll be able to see that you know it possibly is an addiction and should be treated as a mental hygiene issue i will say staying on top of it noticing um yeah so that got me thinking i hope it gets you thinking as ever you can get in touch on instagram at chris kenworthy same on linkedin or drop me a message chris at chris kenworthy.co.uk um yeah thanks for listening bye love you bye